1: Hello and welcome to the Arsenal way we're back again with our morning agenda show but this time without three of our regulars TC he's away on his errands Chris is busy and Bailey well Bailey's just loving his holiday but I'm delighted to be joined by Alfie today how you doing mate
0: yeah morning I Just say a quiet one for us today so we're filling in but now looking forward to, to getting into the topics that we've got to discuss how
1: are you? Yeah, I'm not too bad. I'm not too bad. Even though we first think first, we start with this morning's topics. Yuri Tillemans. This morning I woke up, I went on my phone. When you just scroll on Twitter, you're looking at the news, what's happened overnight. And I saw a tweet by Fabrizio Romano, the transfer guru. And it wasn't, it wasn't the best of news. Um, there was a tweet where he confirmed that the Leicester chairman... Um, Basically, in more words than one, has stated that the deal for Yuri Tillemann has stalled. I'll just get the tweet now and I'll read what he said. The chairman confirmed it's nothing. There haven't been any offers yet. There hasn't been anything concrete or a proposition yet. He said about Arsenal and Manchester United rumors linking Yuri Tillemans to those clubs. I just want to get your initial thoughts on this um, and with this transfer. Do you think do you think it has stalled or do you still think there is a glimmer of hope that once a few weeks pass and um, we can get rid of the likes of Lucas Torreira, Ainsie Maitland-Niles, we'll go back in for Tillemans.
0: Yeah, I think as you just touched on there, I think that's probably the main thing that's stalling this deal is is the outgoings. Um, you know, as uh, Arteta and Edo have said, we've, we have got a large squad um, and I think that the outgoings are key in the next couple of weeks to to getting in the new signings and, and looking at, you know, I think Torreira is... is all but gone um, you know just need to to find a club for him um, you know Maitland-Niles uh, whether he's a right back or central midfielder I think that sort of uh, empties a spot for us in, in the midfield role to bring Tillemans in um, you know you look at sort of Mary probably on his way out uh, Bellerin and there's, there's loads to, to sort of get out the door before we can sort of bring anyone in so I think that the deal stolen isn't too much of a worry at this point I think that it's just a case of getting these players out before we bring anyone else in um, and I still think, you know, as I've said sort of the last month or two, uh, that I think the deal will happen. I think it's a case of, you know, the player wants to join. He's in the last year of his his deal at Leicester. And I think that Leicester will be wanting to to sell to get a fee. And I think it's just a case of of getting them out going, sort of trying to leave it as late as possible to get the the transfer price down. Because I know we've seen that, that Leicester wanting as much as 40 million, which, you know, is a lot of money for someone on the last deal of the contract. Um So, yeah, I think it's just a case of of the waiting game with Arsenal getting them gone and then hopefully getting a cheaper price for him come, you know, the end of the window.
1: I'm going to put you on the spot. Obviously, there has been reports across the media that Yuri Tillemans favours a move to Arsenal, that Arsenal is his main choice if he was to leave Leicester City this summer. But say Arsenal don't go in for Tillemans and Manchester United... Do not get frankie de jong and manchester united and eric Ten Hag do decide to make a move for tillemans do you think tillemans would rather stay at leicester um for for the forthcoming season or do you think he would prefer to just go to manchester united because it's a difficult one You're you're in the final year of your contract you know that you want to go to arsenal but if arsenal don't make a move for you and manchester united do decide to come in which which side of the pond do you favor <sighs>
0: That is a a tough question. I think that you look at sort of where the projects are at at Manchester United and at at Arsenal, of course, at at United, just starting, whereas we're, you know, a couple of years down the line and things are starting to to look up. I think that for Tielemans, it will probably be less of a risk joining Arsenal because you can see the the sort of direction that we're going, whereas, you know, we're at United... Um, I do think that Ten Hag will do a good job, but you know, as we've seen when Arteta first come in, it's not all smooth sailing the first couple of seasons. Um, so, I think if he joined Arsenal, he'd be joining a, a young, hungry team that, are, like I just mentioned, are on on the right direction. Um, I think that the board and, and the manager are showing, you know, um, great sort of um, you know vision for the future. And for me, maybe a bit biased, but I, th- I think he'd rather join Arsenal. You know, I think he's been quite open that, that he'd, he'd want to join us over the course of the window. Um, and, and I think it just sort of makes more sense. I think the only thing that, that perhaps stop him is, uh, you know, he's not guaranteed a starting spot at Arsenal. Um, you know, I know Jacques has got his critics, but he is integral to the way we play. And I think that he was one of our most consistent and one of our best performers last year. So it's not like he's going to come in and replace, you know, Xhaka straight away in the team. He's going to have to work for it. But with the amount of games we've got, as everyone mentions, you know, five subs, I think he'd still have a role to play. And, you know, if I was Tielemans, I'd pick Arsenal, but obviously a slight bit of bias in, in my decision there.
1: We'll wait and see what happens with Yuri Tillemans, but I I agree with you. I think for the price that's being touted in the market, whether that's 30, 35 million pounds, I think it's a bargain for a player like Yuri Tillemans, who is in the peak of his career. He's at a good age. He's paid for Leicester at the highest level. So for me, if Arsenal do really want to get him, I think we, um, rather than sooner than later, we need to pull the trigger. But um, I'm going to move on to the next topic of the morning, and that's around Bernd Leno with reports suggesting that Fulham are close to signing Arsenal's goalkeeper. The price being touted, Alfie, um, is reportedly £8 million. Arsenal were looking at around £10 million, but that has not seemed to materialise. Do you think Arsenal are doing the right thing here? They're allowing Bernd Lennon who's been a good ambassador for Arsenal, for the club, to depart and letting him go with the best of wishes or do you think Arsenal should have been holding out for a bit more money because you need to take into consideration Berndt is a very good goalkeeper he's played at the highest level with us in Europe in the Premier League he's been capped by Germany so £8 million some may say it's a, it's a little Fulham may be getting a good deal here no
0: yeah definitely I think he's a, a top class goalkeeper and he's shown that for us over the years and for Fulham um, I'm just surprised they, w- they wouldn't pay the £10 million, you know. They've, they've been up and down. They've been getting the payments for getting promoted to the Premier League. And, you know, I think to, after all this sort of yo-yo in between the Championship and the Premier League, it's probably, you know, they want to try and cement their spot in the league. And I think signing players like Leno is going to go a long way towards that. But I'm, I'm, I think we've got bullied a bit by them with it all. I've, I've seen the links to, to Neto. And, you know, they were, they were reportedly holding talks with him. I think that's all sort of bargaining techniques to to get us and pressure us into lowering the price tag. Um, so I think £8 is an absolute bargain, but I think it's just a, a struggle because he is in the last year of his contract. And, you, you know, we've seen before players leaving on a free one, we've paid big price tags for him. I think we paid over £20 million for him, but with, for a goalkeeper, it is quite a lot of money. Mm. And... I think it's sort of I'm sat on the fence where, you know, I think we could have got more for him, but then do we run the risk of, you know, it, we we don't find anyone this summer and then we end up losing even more money on him because he either goes on a free next summer or we have to sell him for a cut price in January. So it, it, it's a tough one. But I think you know, as we keep mentioning it, we're struggling to get these players out the door. So I think that that Edo will just be sort of desperate to to get them get them out the door. Uh, raise raise some funds so we can we can get the last couple of signings in before the transfer window ends. So, yeah, I've sat on the fence for it a bit. I would have liked more money, but I, I do think it's sort of a struggle with his contract situation and sort of you know, you know how adamant he is to stay in London and with Fulham being the only suitor. I, I guess we've sort of got to to give into their needs a little.
1: I just want to touch on. the the fact that Lennon has been such a good ambassador for Arsenal as well I just want to get your opinion on that because even though he's not been in and around the first team for the past year or so and he struggled for game time I don't think I've ever seen him come into the media and said the bad word about Arsenal he's just kept his head down he's worked hard and I appreciate players like that because the fact that they respect that this is a project. They respect that the club is moving, and sometimes it may not move in the direction that they would like. But they still respect that. And I, I just want to get your thoughts on what a good ambassador he's been for the club because I think he's been fantastic.
0: Yeah, I, I completely agree with you. He's he's been a top professional, but, you know, not not moaned since since he lost his his place to Ramsdale, um, and and for me a, a fantastic role model to because in the squad, obviously, I think he's thirty odd now um, you know low 30s but uh, in our very young squad definitely a senior player and with all the, sort of the younger I mean even Ramsdale is, is 23 he's still young I mean even for an outfield player but definitely for a goalkeeper he, he's got years ahead of him so I think it's great having Leno as that sort of role model in the team and like I say he's been a top fresh you're not complaining and, and when he has come in um, you know throughout Ramsdale's injury I thought he was top class especially it was a game against Villa, uh, where you know he had to make yeah. a couple of top saves. And for me, when he doesn't play for the, throughout the season and, and gets called upon, uh, he doesn't complain. He puts still puts in top performances, and and it's those sort of players you know that you want around the club. So uh, I wish him all the best, and I don't think any Arsenal fan can really have any complaints about him.
1: No, I definitely agree with that. Um, but the next topic that we're going to touch on, um, make sure, by the way, people, to leave your questions in the chat box. We'll get towards them at towards the end of the show. But Alfie, this mystery winger position, keeps it keeps on going in the media. There's a new name every single morning. Every time I wake up, I go onto Twitter. We've seen Gerard Bowen being linked in recent days. Um, we've seen Pedro Neto being linked. by a new name that's on the agenda Well, not a new name, but a person that's been rekindled, I think, is Cody Gakpo. We had interest at the start of the window. There was a lot of interest with Cody Gakpo, but those rumours had seemed to die down. But they're back on the radar again, reportedly. So I just want to get your initial thoughts on this, because when there was links to Bowen, when there was links to Rafinha, the main target that Arsenal wanted to get was Rafinha. But... Now at this stage of the window, do you think Cody Gakpo will represent a good signing for Arsenal? I know the price is being touted at £35-40 which is a hefty figure for a player who's been playing in the Eredivisie. But do you think it's a, it's a risk that Arsenal should be pursuing?
0: Yeah, I think Gakpo has shown that he is a, a top quality player. Um, as you mentioned, in the Eredivisie, uh, you know, it's sometimes a risk. But, you know, we've seen some of the top players in the Premier League come from there. Obviously, Luis Suarez uh, coming over from there. It's it's not always sort of a sign that, um, you know, a a bit of a a risk sign of them, should I say. I I think this season, over 30 goal contributions um, across all competitions, scored the winner in the cup final against Ajax. Um, Just looking at the way, you know, he he strikes a ball from distance. Uh, You know, he's he's an excellent finisher. Uh, He's creative. You know, I know he predominantly plays on the left, but he can play centrally, and I think you know he could play on the right. He's also captained PSV, which I think sort of shows the sort of players that Mikel Arteta is looking to to bring into the club. I mean, the amount of leaders we've got now in 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 the squad is, is ridiculous. Obviously, Zinchenko, captain of his national team, Odegaard, captain of his national team, Shaka, and um, you know the list is endless. The amount of of leaders we've got in there, and I think that's sort of something that. Mikel Arteta season a player, so I mean, if if we're going on his leadership skills, it's sort of a bonus to to the way he plays. I just think that it, it'd be a good addition on the left. Obviously, you mentioned forty million and a lot of money, and I, and I do think it would rely on these outgoings that we've we've just mentioned. And I, I think that's sort of what we're waiting on now is is getting these players out. But now for me. Um, a fantastic player and just watching the way he plays, I think that he'd fit in really well across the front three and and, and really give us that, you know, that rotation. And and whenever, you know, if sort of Martinelli didn't play, Sack didn't play, um, even Jesus, we could play him centrally. I mean, the, the sort of squad depth that we'd have across the front
1: line would be the best that we've seen at Arsenal in, in years. We talk about Cody Gakpo, but we may not be getting a winger, With Nicolas Pepe dropped a hint on his Arsenal future and he basically on Instagram posted, I worked hard during the summer, changed a lot of things. I'm focused and determined with Arsenal and my teammates. Gunnar blog has, I think yesterday he tweeted that during the US camp, Nicolas Pepe, he didn't seem like a player who was going out of the door. He seemed Focused, he seemed to be working hard, and he seemed he see Nicolas Pepe since he's come to Arsenal, he's always seemed like to be a likable group member of the squad. A lot of Arsenal players are, are love him. He seems to always have a smile on his face. But what's your initial thoughts on that post? Do you do you like that? Because for me, I, I really appreciate that. I think the fact that he wants to knuckle down, work hard, prove to Mikel Arteta that he could be this winger to. Not ch- base, challenge Bukayo Saka, but also give him a break. And when called upon, he can do big things for Arsenal. What's what's your thoughts on those um, comments by Pepe?
0: I think you have probably hit the nail on the head there when I, when I say appreciate the comments because you know it's shown a good mentality from Pepe. It, it's probably not been you know the easiest of seasons for him, uh, but he has had the opportunities to make a mark on the first team. And unfortunately, you know he hasn't taken them as, as much as he liked. Obviously, you know, he's shown that he can do it. Uh, The Wolves game, he was the game changer there. And ultimately, you know, we got the three points mainly because of Nicolas Pepe. So, you know, there's no doubt that his ability is there and the talent is there. But I think sometimes his decision-making is just so poor. I mean, again, mention another example. The leads came when, you know, we're we're hanging on and he he tries to cut in on his left foot. And it's like just frustrating because I think every Arsenal fan wants him to do well. Every Arsenal fan can see you know that he has got the talent but it's just frustrating to watch him at times because he just doesn't uh, reflect that on the pitch but i I think with pepe it's going to be a struggle to get him out the door with his wages with i can't imagine that we'd let him go for um you know cheap and and i think a lot of teams will be wanting to pick him up on that cheap but after buying him for 72 million i doubt that we'd, we'd try and get any less than you know 25 30 million and i think that would be a struggle to get. Uh, in the market at the moment so I think if we struggle to get these outgoings you know I, I guess the time is running out for him but he, he perhaps has another opportunity at Arsenal because you know if like we mentioned we don't get these outgoings and we can't get a winger then he's going to have to play a part um, but I think it, it, it's a struggle because I can't see him getting in ahead of, of, of Bukayo Saka at, at one bit I think you mentioned obviously good to give him a break um, but I think sort of what You know, showed me what Mikel Arteta thinks of him this season is his reluctance to drop Bukayo Saka, even when you know he looked like he needed a break. Probably shows that he doesn't trust Pepe as much as you know he'd like to. Um, But you know, appreciate that he, he looks like he's working hard. Hopefully, it pays off, and you know, hopefully this is a season that you know, after so long, we finally see why we paid the big money for him.
1: No, I think every Arsenal fan would love um, Nicholas Pepper to succeed, and hopefully, this, this could be the season that he arrives. But we're going to take a few questions in the chat box. Um, Alfie, first question I have here is from Malawi With Arsenal seemingly looking for a winger, what are your thoughts about taking Anand Saint maximin from Newcastle or Adama Traore from Wolves? Um,
0: Personally, on a, a Dharma Triore, I'd, I'd stay clear of him. Um, you know, I think that he's shown he, he's a really good uh, dribbler, but he just hasn't got that end product. And I think that in the in the front three, what we're looking for it is people that can play that final ball. And, you know, I think perhaps as a squad player, but I'd, I'd stay clear of him. And, and St Maxman, again, another player I like, but I think he's got more end product than a Dharma Triore, but I think sometimes that's what he struggles with. And I think with with the players we've got, um, I think it would be wasted money. I don't know what you think, Umar.
1: Adama um, I would tend to stay clear from him. I think there is a player in there, but I don't think he's ever showcased his qualities enough for me. Um, I know Antonio Conte and Tottenham were interested in him and were looking to play him as a wing-back. I think that could be a position that he could do well. But as a winger, as a wide forward, I think... He just he's too, he blows too hot and cold for me. And I think for with Arsenal, with the way we're going right now, I just don't think he's the right signing. But St Maximum, I thought he had a good season last season. Um, and I think Newcastle are touting around £40 million, which is not a bad, bad figure. I know Chelsea have inquired about him this summer. But again, uh, uh, with me, I think the wing position, a player which I really like personally is Pedro Neto. Even though he's had his injury problems, he had that knee injury that he suffered, which ruled him out for, I think, six to eight months. But prior to that, I thought he was an incredible player. I thought he was playing so well for Wolves. And at that time, a lot of teams were interested in him. Unfortunately, he suffered that injury and he's slowly working his way back to full fitness. But I still think there's a player in there. And for me, Pedro Neto, he can play either in the left-hand side, he can play in the right-hand side, he's comfortable. I know he's got links to Jorge Mendes. Potentially that could work in our favour. But if we're looking in the wing, wide forward positions, he would be at the top of my list. I know there's been links to Gerard Bowen. But again, I'm not not that... I still think he's a good player. I know that he's got a lot of firepower. He knows what the goal is. But in terms of the way that Arsenal play, I just don't think he'd fit our system. So right now, I think the quality in the wide forward position is quite limited in the way that Arsenal want so again that could mean that Nicolas Pepe stays and then we pursue a wing forward next summer so I think it's going to be interesting and we'll wait and see but I've got another question here from Benjamin if we do manage to shift Lucas Herrera, but not Ainsley, Maitland-Niles or Reese Nelson do you think this will mean we won't sign Tillemans? not just because of the funds, but because we won't have space in the squads
0: um I think if we if we get rid of Torreira, then obviously that's like I mentioned, it's it's um, it's open that space in midfield. But I, I, on the fun side of things, I think that if we got rid of Leno um, and, and maybe one more, then perhaps it would open you know that role uh, that spot sorry for Tillman's. But I think what's sort of the major you know stumbling block for me at the minute, like we mentioned, this price tag. I think that we're sort of holding out for this sort of 25 million which I think is a fair deal for Tillemans I think it's a really good deal for him and I think that's sort of a deal we could afford whereas you know this 40 million I think that's where if we if we end up having to spend bigger I think that's where we're going to have to shift a couple more so I think that you know if it was a 40 million that we'd end up having to pay then I think we'd have to get a few more out than Torreira but I think if it's just if we can manage to get the cut price and pay 25-30 then I think you know, shifting to Rara and obviously uh, the funds from Lano, I think that was sort of um, help fund the deal. So, um, so yeah.
1: Got another question here by Temi. Could Sergi Malinkovic-Savage be the answer to our midfield questions? The thing with Savage for me, he's 27 years old. Um, he's played at Lazio for a long time. He's led by example uh, in the Serie A. He's, he's basically a cult hero for the Lazio team a move has never materialized. Maybe that's because of the price that Lazio have always been asking for potential buyers. They've always asked for around 70 to £80 million, pounds, which is a lot of money for Malinkovic Savage. But do you think Arsenal would spend that money on a 27-year-old? Because for me, personally, I don't think they would. I know TC loves him a lot. I know TC is a big fan. But if you had the choice between Tillemans and Milinkovic-Savic you've got Tillemans on on the right hand side which probably costs around 30 million max and then you've got Milinkovic-Savic who could potentially cost upwards of 60 million pounds so you need to I think take into consideration age Premier League experience so for you who would you rather choose Alfie?
0: Do you know what you've really put me on the spot on this because I think he, he's a fantastic player. And I think the reason he hasn't got a move away from Lazio is probably because, you know, I think he's loyal to them. And, and again, you know, the price tag, I know a lot of Italian clubs stick this big price tag on the players to avoid them, you know, leaving. As we've seen with Koulibaly, I think he's a top player, but he's taken him that long, you know, to leave Napoli. So I think that he'd suit our system really well. And I think that he'd be a, a great addition. But I don't see any chance of him joining, unfortunately, because A, the price tag, and, and, and B, I just. I just can't really see him leaving Lazio this summer um, unless it's perhaps a Champions League club Um, so I I think he'd be a good addition but uh, just unfortunately for me just an unlikely one.
1: Last question here which I'll touch on Uh, Maurice Dylan 5 has said tell me about Lucas Paqueta the interest in Lucas Paqueta is there Um, Edu has reiterated that he likes the player he's fond of the player there's been interest by Arsenal in the player But right now, um, that interest has not materialised in a bid for the player. But it remains to be seen whether Arsenal do pursue Lucas Paqueta. But I think he is in their target in terms of the midfield options. They've got Lucas Paqueta there. Arthur Mello has been touted and Yuri Tilleman. So it could be an interesting one. But for me, I think Lucas Paqueta, he's a fantastic player. He can play in a number of positions even false nine, so he could at times give um, Mikel Arteta different options. We saw a few years back Mikel decided to play Emil Smith-Rowe um, away to Villarreal in the false nine position to try and outsmart Emery. Unfortunately, it didn't work out the way that we had hoped. But the fact that Lucas Paqueta is versatile, he's improved a lot since he's played for Leon. He's putting great numbers in for the Brazilian national team. I think it'll be a good signing, but obviously we need to take into consideration the price because if we can get him for around 40 to £45 million, pounds, I think it'd be a great move because he adds a lot in terms of the pressing that he offers. But if Leon and Orlas are asking for upwards of 60 £65 million, pounds, I still think Yuri Tillemans would um, represent the best option for um, Arsenal. But we're going to end the show on that note. Alfie uh, thank you for jumping on really appreciate it mate
0: uh, thank you for having me on pleasure as always and thank you to everyone for for listening this morning asking your questions uh, really appreciate it and hope everyone you know has, has a good rest of the day
1: yeah likewise uh, thank you for everyone for putting the questions in the chat box we're sorry if we couldn't get to all of them but hopefully we can have some good news on the outgoings fronts and then hopefully we can pursue a deal for whether that's Yuri Tillemans or this mystery winger that nobody knows who it is but um thank you for jumping on thank you for liking thank you for subscribing and make sure to keep following us down the arsenal way